Hi, and welcome to this episode of I've Got This Kid. I'm your host, Sharina Williams, licensed speech and language pathologist, homeschooling mom of two, wife of one, here to share everything speech, language, play, development, and all that other stuff that falls in between. I am so happy to be here with you guys another week. We are in the building. Yes, we are. And we are wrapping up moral goodness. And I've been saying all this time, y'all, it ain't about the halos. It ain't about the self-righteousness. It is all about how we care for self so we can be great for our sugar. So if you have not done so, listen to past episodes. YOLO, we talked about YOLO. We talked about balancing self-care and not neglecting ourselves. We talked about all kinds of good stuff. And we're going to wrap it up talking about part us, but part sugar. And it's... Man, I cannot say how much it takes to find the balance between self, managing sugar, managing other priorities, but it's not impossible with a little bit of intentionality. And so we're going to be talking about uniquely you is enough to navigate this world. Being uniquely you is enough to navigate this world around you. And if you don't think that is true, by the end of this episode, I hope you do. Because you know what, World Changer, you are fabulous. Whether you are on your way to where you wanna be, just waking up, finding out what you wanna be, or you are where you think you should be, you are enough. Not only are you enough, but what you have to give your sugar, that is enough. I don't care what they're doing. I don't care what she doing. I don't care what they doing and what them over there doing. But I'm telling you that you yourself, every day that you push to purpose is enough. That is enough. That's all we can ever ask for. And so not only are you enough, but you starting to teach that to sugar, world changing. That's why you guys are world changers, because we take these steps And we do stuff with intentionality to push our sugars to be who they're supposed to be while also working on ourselves. That's what we do. That's what we do, right? That's why we're world changers because we change our world, people world around us. And then we're, we're like flames and we catch on fire and we just, we just light up the place. We're amazing like that. And so world changer, again, you are enough. Not only are you enough, but being comfortable with the you that you are. Hmm. But that means that you have to keep moving forward. You have to keep moving forward. Have you ever seen rain pool? And what I mean by pool, it just gets stuck in one place. And yes, it was beautiful when it fell out the sky. And yes, it was initially beautiful and clear when it landed in that place. But when it pools, it meant that there was no way for the rain to continue to go through whatever process it was going to go through, whether it evaporated or whether it went to a storm drain to to help our oceans out or whether it went to the grass and it helped make the grass grow, that water has a purpose, right? And what happens when it becomes stagnant a day later, two days later, it becomes brown, it becomes nasty. Things start growing in it that probably we don't even want to know. You could probably get like a lab sample from it and and learn about some stuff 
because it's stagnant. It, it's probably contaminated. It's no longer safe to drink. Think about the rainwater when it's coming out the sky. You can do one of these numbers. But that's not true when that water becomes stagnant. Why? Because it didn't have the chance to evolve to become what it was supposed to be. And so world changers, small change, small changes leads to big changes over time. Rome wasn't built overnight. Things take time. And so even if you are moving from here to here to here, and it seems like it's taking forever, guess what? Progress is better than being like that rain that's stuck in a cup that's probably never going to get out. Right? Don't be stagnant. Challenge mentalities and frameworks that don't align with your value system. Why do we challenge these? Because if we're thinking and doing stuff that everybody else in them is doing, but we haven't necessarily thought about what matters to us, what our value system holds, that might work for them because their outcome, what they're looking for to be their outcome is different than what we value and what our outcome is. And that varies household to household, even within the same family unit. Value systems are different. They're different. They vary. No household has the same values because we're all uniquely designed to be different. And so what we value and what we purpose and what we love is not going to be the same. And so some of the mentalities that we think, some of the mentalities that we brought from home, right? Because when we go into our relationships with our spouses, there should be a new value system. Yes, we've both learned great stuff from our homes and even some stuff that we want to leave behind. But even with that, we're creating a new system. And so what mama and them did over there, and what daddy and them did over there, that, that isn't necessarily what we're going to do here. And so we have to think about those things and we have to think about them as a family unit. And then in return, we create ourselves, our own system, and we push to that and we work on that. And it's that thing that comes natural to us. There's no need to force our hand in being something that we're not. And when we hold on to value systems and mentalities and frameworks that aren't necessarily our jam, it can cause some problems. Celebrate who you are. Celebrate who you are. Embrace who you are. There are 50,000 things that I can tell you that I could probably change about myself and that I'd like to do better on. Something I either want to change or something I want to do better or something I want to do or something I want to accomplish. There are, everybody has them. Everybody has them. Everybody has them. And we're all our own worst critics. But if we cannot take the time to celebrate who we are, embracing who we are, admiring the gifts in ourselves, even admiring the gifts in others. Do you know it's okay to admire the gifts in others without conforming to those ideals? If such and such is great at that, high five for them. I love it. That's awesome. But that doesn't mean that we have to change ourselves, our mindset, our hearts, our values, how we do things, unless it's in alignment with us being who we are. And that's different because then that becomes a mentor relationship, right? 
you're doing this and I'm interested in this and I want to do better at that. But admiring gifts in others and conforming to that or becoming more like that. That's not who you are. You are the only person in this world who can do and who is designed to do the things that you are slated to do in this world. Nobody else is going to do it better than you. Nobody else. It's your jam. That's you. And that's enough. Be confident in that. Be confident in your personal gifts. Be confident in your talents. If you are a speech pathologist, be the best speech pathologist you can be. If you are an engineer, be the best engineer that you can be. If you are a designer, be the best designer that you can be. Learn, hone in on your craft, be that, and know that it is enough. Because without you and what you do, uniquely you, this world is at a loss. You think about the body and the body has all of these parts. We have our hands, we have our face, we have our elbows, we have our arms, we have our joints, and they all do something. The arm is an amazing thing, right? Imagine if your joints decided to stop working because they said, I want to be like the fingers. We'd be in big trouble. You have something very special about you that only you can do just like our body each part of it has something really special that it does to keep stuff going right and so embrace that and be excited about that and not only should you be excited about that know that you matter the things that you do it matters and if you're in a community that doesn't support that or doesn't let your light shine or let you do you, or it's always so constructive and the criticism is always so just, it's criticism. It's not even constructive criticism. It's just criticism. Then it's time to find new community. Loving you for you. Loving you for your gifts and your talents. That doesn't mean go off and be, be like, well, I want to be my greatest self. And that means I should talk to people in the old kind of way. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about you as you being the beautiful you that you are. And having dreams and ambitions and and things that you want to do and things that you want to accomplish. If people around you aren't pushing you to that and they're discouraging you from that or they're criticizing you about that or they're dismissing you, then world changer, you could do better. You could do better. Be happier being by yourself than being with somebody who's not going to love you the way that you're supposed to be loved. You might be like, by this point, Sharina, why are you telling me this? Because this is not, you know, mm -mm, this is not what you usually do. You're right. You are absolutely right. But you know what I have in the back of my mind? My sugars. Because how we love ourselves, how we treat ourselves, how we allow others to treat us is what our sugars are going to model later. That is what they are going to do. That is what they are going to perform. That is how they are going to behave. And so if we don't love ourselves and we don't put emphasis on being our unique selves and embracing our unique selves, not trying to be like anybody else, but growing and nurturing ourselves to be the best us that we can be, then guess what? We're going to have another generation of sugars who are doing the same thing and another generation of sugars who are feeling invalidated unheard, devalued. 
not enough. Always feeling like it's not enough, like they themselves are not enough. And world changers, I'm telling you, I don't go for that. I don't go for that. So this is how we teach uniquely you values. Validate sugars while they are young. I know, again, we can find a thousand things about ourselves that we would want to change. We could probably find a thousand things about them that we want to change. Or we might think they're perfect, but still stop find some stuff that we don't like, right? <laughs> but I'm saying, validate them. Validate those strengths. If they're the best color crayon user in the world, validate that. If they take that book and they're reading it, validate that. If they know how to dribble that ball, validate that. If they know how to communicate with you, validate that. If they are the hardest working sugar that you've ever seen in your life, validate that. Because the world is going to tell them. They're going to have enough of the world to tell them everything that they're not. And so at least at home, we can be the ones building them up. Not ignoring the things that need a little bit of work, but we could be the ones building them up and, and giving them strength of character and admiring the things that they are amazing at. You are the only sugar in this world who's going to do this. You are amazing at this. I am so proud of you. And even through those weaknesses in those areas that are that are murky and muddly and and, you know, I am a firm believer about like if a tantrum was 30 minutes the week before and it went down to 20, I'm high fiving somebody in the room once they get it together. Because they need to know that even in their, their weaknesses, that they can grow and they can cultivate. If you have an older sugar and math is the worst thing in the world that could have ever been brought to their curriculum. If that grade went from X to Z, validate it. You are working so hard. I see you. That is the hardest working C. We've all been there with the hardest working C that we've ever seen. But just knowing that sugar tried, knowing that sugar through the thing that was the hardest thing for them to do, for the sugar who's nonverbal and we're trying to get them to talk and all of a sudden we hear a half of a word and we tell them, well, it's not the whole word. Why would you tell sugar that? Don't tell sugar that. Thank you for trying. Because if I feel good about the world changes around me telling me I'm doing a good job, then guess what? I'm gonna try a little bit harder that next time. They don't talk. They only have 10 words. Well, they have 10 words that's talking. Maybe we want to work towards, you know what? I love those 10 words. Good job using those words. How can we build to more? Following directions. Sugar, you know what? Last week you followed none of my directions. This week I'm noticing you're starting to follow one direction without falling apart on me. Good job. Keep working at it. Keep working at it. Rather than telling sugar who they are all the time, we can tell them about their strengths. But start scaffolding while they're young. While they're young, ask sugar who they think they are. Ask sugar what are things they like about themselves. Not stuff that they're always good at because we easily, that's the easy default. But what about you do you like? I was nice to my friend and I shared my this with him. I always know how to be nice to people. I always know how to play with people. I like my smile. I like this. I like, 
it could be connected to something that's really unique about them so they can start seeing the beauty in themselves. Validating that, that there are beautiful things about them. There are. And for my neurodivergent sugars, even asking them that question, what do you like about yourself? If you can't tell me, draw it. Because they need it even more. Because they're looking around and seeing a different world that isn't always very kind and forgiving. What is it about you that you like? I'm great at putting blocks together. I'm great at building tracks. I'm great at this. I'm a great this. I'm a great that. Even something as little as a speech sound delay can cause sugar to feel different. Give them the tools. Let them know, yeah, you have this delay, but that's only a part of who you are. That's not everything about you. There are so many other things about you. You are not only defined by that one thing. Nobody's defined by one thing, just like nobody's defined by their worst day. Right? But we, we focus a lot on it accidentally. Well, we could do better. We can change that. World changer. Right? Validate aloud your own personal strengths and weaknesses. Don't go beating yourself up and saying like, I am the worst at this because you're trying to look for like some, some sympathy. Nothing like that. That's not what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying validate the things that you're great at and the things that you're working on. Because talking about the stuff that you're not great at while giving no action plan on how you plan on working on it. I am good for morning meetings to be like, put me on the prayer wall because you know what? This is where I'm struggling as much as they can understand what's appropriate for them to hear. So you, you want to use wisdom. Don't, don't bring the heavy, heavy stuff, but use wisdom and come from a real place. But I'm good for being like, Hey, this went good, but Hey, I still need to, I need some, woof. need some help. Y'all pray for me. And we pray about it because it teaches them to be vulnerable in the things that they're great about. And it teaches them that even mommy and daddy have areas that they are working on and that is okay. And that's fine to acknowledge that, but not to sulk in it and not to be stagnant and let that thing define you. Teach them the difference between strength of character versus talents. We got a real character issue in our country <laughs> and this transcends any political line, this transcends any race, this transcends any culture or creed. We got some character stuff. Like even the way that academics is approached nowadays, it, and this is my personal feeling, this, this is my personal view, you do or don't have to agree, world changers. There is so much emphasis on how good a sugar is at doing something versus the person that they are. Validating their character, shaping their character. What good is a 4.5 student if they don't know how to talk to people or treat people with humanity or they're kicking people while they're down? What good is a CEO who has all the riches in the world but values no one but self? It's easy for a billionaire to write a million dollar check. They got a lot of money. But what about the character? What about the heart? 
What about the person that isn't that millionaire? What about the hundred thousand there? Strength of character, serving the least of these. You're not just what you do. What if you are amazing at what you do and it gets all taken away? If we're teaching our sugars only strength of their talent, but we haven't taught them the resilience of character and who they are, then what do they do if the talent is taken away? How do they respond to that? Character is resilient. Character can find another way. Talent, talent is talent. And and if we're so stuck on talent and the accolades that come along with the talent and and the hurrahs that come along with the talent, what happens when nobody's listening? You're still valuable if you don't have the talent. <laughs> You're still unique. You still have something to do. It's not always tied to the talent or to the bank account or what you're wearing or what you're not wearing or the this or the that. It's not tied to that. Who are you? How do you treat the world around you? How do you treat yourself? What do you value? Which leads me to uniquely you does not come attached to a monetary value. does not always do that. That does not mean go nomad. That does not mean, I did not say that. That does not mean like in our country, we need finances in order to live, to survive in other countries. They value cattle or livestock or agriculture. There's different ways, but we all need something in order to get through life. Something to exchange, something to do to get through life. We need that. So yes, but your value doesn't come in that. You could be amazing at that. You could be gifted at that. But that's not where your value comes. That doesn't make you uniquely you. That's just something that you're good at. Sometimes the most valuable things we contribute to this world are the things that we do for free. And so that means that being nice to people. If we're on the road, letting them get in front of us. If we're out in the community as the world is opening up and we're at the park, letting the child that we don't know play with the toy, as long as they don't take off with it, it should be all right, right? But what can we do as a person to show kindness, to show love, to show strength of character? Next time somebody acts silly with us, we just ignore and say, okay, you have a right to feel that way and move on. Because our actions dictate our character, not our works. And I'll let you guys meditate on that one. Compromising character is not an option. Sugars should not, they, they should have the chance to forge meaningful relationships. They shouldn't have to compromise who they are in order to have a meaningful relationship. And if you see sugar doing that young to where they're compromising who they are, Start asking questions lovingly or just talk about it. I saw you were on the playground and little Timmy pushed little Bobby down. And I've never seen you push anybody down before in my life, but I saw you push him. What happened? What happened? And ask, what was it in that moment that made you feel like you needed to get out of character? Because if it's not like you, then why would you do it? And so we need to be paying attention and watching these things and making sure that sugar is putting themselves in positions to where they have meaningful relationships, which starts where? With us. And of course, they're going to use their free will and do stuff that we didn't even teach them, but we still talk to them about it. <laughs> we do. We talk to them.
And we should encourage them that if a person doesn't love them for who they are or want to be friends with them for who they are, then that's probably not the person that they want to be around. I am an advocate that if you have one good friend who loves you for who you are, that's better than having 25 others with a bunch of names for these people who don't know you, love you, or even like you for who you are. Teach them that. It's fair. It's fair. And it's a challenge for them at a young age, because, but it's also a confidence booster because you're validating that you are uniquely you and you are the best version of you and you matter. You matter. You matter in this world. You matter in the society. You matter in the grand scheme of things. And if the people around you don't see that, it's not that they don't matter. It's just they're not a good fit. And it's time for them to find community that does. And it's time for you to find community that does. I'm just saying, world changers, I'm just saying. And so in the end, what happens? What are the results? We do all this, and this was a heavier episode today, but what do we, what is this? What happens as a result? Well, you personally contribute something in this world that no one else would have ever done. No one else is you. No one else is uniquely you. And so if you're telling me that you came to this earth and you contributed the best you that you could be, it had some impact somewhere on somebody. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. You also challenge yourself to be a better version of you. Because then you're measuring yourself by what did I do and how can I do better? Not based on what they did and how they did. What did I do and how could I do better? You challenge someone else who has similar gifts and talents or strengths and weaknesses for them to become a better version of themselves. I know that, you know, we all have our own gifts and talents and character and strength of character and weaknesses and things like that. But there's also someone else in this world who can identify. And there's somebody else in this earth who made it through that. What did that look like to them? That's when it becomes a mentoring thing. I'm not trying to change my value system. I'm trying to become a better version of me. I want sugar to become a better version of them. And so if they're gifted in something or you know someone who has similar character, that's why I say we're better together because then sugar knows that, hey, somebody else out there and this is what they did and this is what you can do. It's an option. You model for sugar. You model for them that who they are is, is enough. You model for them who you are. You're not trying to create them to be another you. You're you. They're them. But you modeling that shows them you and your heart. And there may be some stuff that they are, oh my gosh, you might be like, this kid acts just like me naturally. But you're not trying to push and promote them to be something that they're not. You're trying to validate who they are and let them know that, hey, who I am isn't enough, is enough. Who I am is enough. And hey, who you are, that is more than enough. And finally, you act as a guide or a testimony for someone else who may be having a hard time embracing who they are, embracing that beauty in themselves. Because it's not all superficial. It comes from within. And if you don't feel good about yourself and you're not taking care of yourself, But if you model that for someone else, they may take that next step to be a little bit more willing to embrace who they are. 
that's world changing world changers. <laughs> so that's all we have for today's episode. I love connecting with you guys about this real stuff. I love talking to you guys about this real stuff because world changers, we are better together. And part of connecting means that we got to grow. And, and part of growing means that we got to learn something and we got to hear something. So we got to hear some stuff, right? It's all for us to be better for our sugars. And that's what the moral goodness is. How can we get there? How can we get to that place? And if you have any questions about this episode or any past episodes, please don't hesitate to ask questions. Send them in at questions at I've got this kid.com. Also, if you have not done so, have you visited the new website? I've got this kid.com. Man, I'm so excited to have a website linked to something that I love so much. So I want you guys to go check it out. Tell me what you think. Download my free ebook, Self-Care, Maintaining a Healthy You, and join the interest list for Watch Me, Connecting to Your Sugar Through Play. I cannot wait, y'all, to drop this book. And I'm so excited that I have the opportunity to give you guys, to give you guys, no strings attached, a free ebook. And finally, world changers, if it's pressed upon your heart to contribute to my Patreon account, please do so. No amount is too small or too big. I'm accepting it all. And I thank you in advance because you know what, world changers, as a community, we are better together. And I love spending this time with you, world changers. Also, did you know that I was um, on an international panel, an international summit. I was. It was a lot of fun. It was the Empowering Autism Summit. You can go to my website, I've got this kid.com and go to the event section and find out what happened there. I believe you can still get access to it. It was three days. I presented on day two. I talked about from fixing to bonding, pragmatic principles from the perspective as an SLP. What does that mean? I just want y'all to, hey, look at Sugar for who they are. It was a good time being there. I want you guys to check it out, all right? Join me next week. Woohoo! Because we are on another topic. Y'all know, as the month goes, we talk about new stuff. Next month is going to be parenting pros. Do as I say, not as I do. Oh, it's gonna be a good time, y'all. I cannot wait to connect with you guys. Until the next time, y'all, take care. <laughs>